podcast, and we are so excited to be here for a special interview. I am Rachel, and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. I'm in my car. <laughs> this is dedication. This is dedication, <laughs> but we couldn't miss talking to one of our favorite hall stars. Casey Manderson is here. We're Hello. so excited. And this is uh, this is really fun. I'm I'm really um, flattered that you wanted to. I mean, talk to me, little old me. I just, uh, I'm so uh, happy to do this. So yeah, so hello, I'm Casey Manderson. Uh, you may know me from some Hallmark movies. You might be like, who's this guy? So I'm, uh, I live in Vancouver, BC in Canada. And um, I started acting when I was, let's see, 20, let's go with like 26. So a late bloomer. Late bloomer, because you know, <laughs> You're not always, you're not always confident or, or yeah, you're not always ready to start the thing that you want to do. It's, it kind of lived in the back of my mind for a long time. And I, I mean, I certainly like attention. I certainly <laughs> like, I like performing, obviously. I, uh, I, I think I'm funny. And for so, sure, for sure. Okay, we'll get into that later, but for sure funny. I navigated the world through my twenties and, uh, and did some self-exploration, as a lot of us do. And so the, the moment I would say that I decided, hey, I'm gonna try this acting thing, was I did this thing called Outward Bound um, mm -hmm. in Canada. They have a similar thing in the States, I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially wilderness excursions where you, you know, leadership training through wilderness uh, excursions. So. I did this thing. It was like a month long hiking over mountains and kayaking and all this stuff. And there's one period of the, of the trip where you're in the alpine of the mountains and you're by yourself for, I think, a day and a half. They leave you alone with a little pup tent and a bag of nuts. And they're like, have fun by yourselves for this period of time. You know, I they're die. I mean, it was very interesting. At this point, you know, it's, it's like a couple weeks in, so you're kind of in a, in a good headspace. But there, you know, everyone's spread out, and so you feel alone, and it's a nice feeling. You know, you're on top of a mountain, essentially, and there's really nothing to do but think. And, and so it sounds cliche, but I swear I'm not making this up, is that eventually I, I ran out of stuff to think about, you know, because I was by mm -hmm. myself for a while. And, and the one thing that I couldn't stop thinking about was acting. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, so I just talked about it for the rest of that, that hike with the, with the group leaders and everyone. Mm -hmm. and, and it just kind of like cemented this idea that, okay, when you get back, yeah. self exploration time is, I mean, it never ends, but okay, <laughs> time to get serious and, and pursue this thing. So, you know, I, I don't come from a theater background or, or, you know, a traditional acting school background or anything like that. I just kind of dove into the the independent short film, student film um, side of things and accumulated some experience as quickly as I could because I understood that obviously I'm, I'm uh, fighting the clock a little bit, like I, I need to get going. So, so I established a little bit of experience and a resume and all of that. And, and uh, I mean, I feel like I'm still doing that, but obviously I've, I've been doing it for a while now. So we know your, that your ticket is like near-death experiences that, 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 that inspires you. That's really neat. And you were like, I'm alone and no one's paying attention to me. I should probably become an actor so I never have to experience this again. Exactly. 
Yeah, there's nothing worse than being alone with your own mind. No. <laughs> Did you watch a lot of like romantic or Christmas movies, like this kind of Hallmark movies uh, growing up? I would say yes and no. I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I loved the, the movies that come to mind with that question right away are Home Alone immediately. Mm -hmm. One of the best Christmas movies of all time. One of the, mm -hmm. I mean, best movie i watched i watched i try to watch it every year it's great um the princess bride comes to mind right away because that was that sort to me that's a romantic comedy and for me the comedy is the the best part of those movies i i, I love reliving those those scenes rewatching those scenes um but yeah i suppose i did i don't know if they were of the hallmark variety i don't did were those around were, were those around when, when we were younger as as much as they are now are you you're you're from Canada, so no, not at all for you. I can't remember that they were. But, but <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't exist in Canada. In the United States they did, but okay. Canada, no way. Definitely I've always just been a fan of of sort of um I don't know if goofball is the right word, but you know, uh, Steve Martin in the jerk. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite childhood movies, a young age. Um uh I've watched a lot of Red Dwarf. I don't know if you guys yeah. Yes, Red Dwarf. Again, it's just so funny. The writing is so good that um it just i mean not that it's effortless those guys are so talented but yeah the writing's so good that i, I can watch it even today i still watch those shows those those are my go-to you know when i just need something on because the jokes like they're so good that you can relive them over and over so that's a comedy is my favorite i love comedy yeah well home alone is like and a foundation movie for me like it's it's the first movie that ever really made me laugh i i saw when i was nine years old with my grandparents and I just thought it was the funniest thing in the whole world because I was really independent kind of like you and just the idea of sort of Kevin fighting off these thugs all by himself was very like empowering I think too. Okay. All of those scenes in the house combing his hair and being funny yeah. <laughs> setting the traps and being funny every even the 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 chaos of of uh the beginning of it when their yeah. family's all getting ready to go you know the next day like everything it feels so authentic that like it feels like that's what a family get together is like you know you don't these are people that don't usually see each other they just did such such an amazing job i mean here we are how many years later talking about home alone and how amazing it is <laughs> Catherine o'hara hello Catherine o'hara hello <laughs> talk about funny canadian people like she's just doing it forever and i mean she gets her due she gets credit yeah everyone knows who Catherine o'hara is but definitely not enough people know who Catherine O'Hara is. I mean, she, yeah. You've seen like the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, I was just gonna ask. I was just like about Guffman and. Yes. Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman. Uh, what else? What else we got? Now I'm gonna embarrass myself by not knowing. Titles. A Mighty Wind. A horrible memory, by the way. So <laughs> if I ever don't know the answer to things, it's just because my memory long term is horrible. <laughs> I can memorize lines like very quickly, but anything that happened like even a week ago, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, this might maybe help you then. I was thinking it might, normally we go, we start at the beginning of an actor's career and ask them about their films. I was thinking actually with you, it might be fun to do the reverse and talk about okay. the most recent That's ones first. So, <laughs> um, because we were big fans of, uh, of particularly in Mistletoe Inn. Garth, Garth for life. Gark. 
And our, <laughs> our friend Emma at the Hall Remark would be very upset with us if we didn't mention that she, she said that you that Garth made Countdown to Christmas 2017 for her. It was her oh. favorite thing of all of the movie. Oh, you're gonna me cry. <laughs> That's such a nice thing to say. I'm also very sensitive. I like to laugh, but I'll, I might cry. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's such a nice thing. I, I like, I loved that movie. Um, I'm actually working with that director again currently Ooh. this month. Uh, he's a great guy. We, we got along so well. Um, I mean, he's a Brit, so I don't know if maybe there's some, we have similar sense of humor because of the shows <laughs> that I like. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, you just meet people and you get along. But that was so fun because... You know, Hallmark movies, for the most part, don't have, I might be speaking out of turn, I might be incorrect, but <laughs> Garth felt like a rare opportunity to play someone who's a jerk at the beginning, a jerk through the middle, and is still a jerk, <laughs> even at the end, yeah. when, he thinks, when he thinks he can redeem himself and get her back, like he's still kind of being a jerk about it, so... I mean, it was so fun because I, I, I was allowed to be sarcastic and condescending and these qualities that if, you know, if you can try to bring some humor to it, they, they're quite funny qualities in a person who's actually kind of a loser. He's not <laughs> as cool as he thinks he is. He's not as smart as he thinks he is, but he's got this arrogance that somehow he finds in himself for some reason that he can talk down to someone like Alicia Witt, which is, was hilarious. Real, like... Emma, this is why Emma from the Hall Remark and I are like soulmates because we were like Garth, right? And then like my Twitter, she was like, absolutely. Ah! Like honestly, 2017 for Hallmark was like the year of Casey Manderson. Oh, like in God. our mind, we were like, he was in every movie because, but you weren't in every movie, but it, you were just like such a big presence in the ones you were in wow, that yeah. it like, you were the, you were the best. Thank you, thank you. you know, I, I, I've been in Hallmark movies now for a few years, so I, maybe I just am starting to get the hang of, you know, the, the way that they're shot, um, the amount of time that we have yeah. to, to, to get a scene and, and, you know, everyone's coverage and, and, you know, locations and time and light and everything. So um, I'm getting better at, at bringing options to the table so that if they, if they, if they like this, Maybe they'll like this, maybe they'll like this. Um, and also the sense of the sense of humor that Hallmark enjoys. You know, it it yeah. there is you can't be too mean, you know, you can't be too um too dark. You can't go too yeah. too deep into that, right? Um because well, it is these movies are meant to pe make people feel good. So, well, I mean, Alicia Way is such a funny actress. Like that's sort of her her calling card amongst the the uh the queens we call them the queens of Hallmark. Yes. Like your uh, Lacey Chabert and your Candace Cameron. Alicia Witt is the one that's the funniest. Oh, nice. In my I'm opinion. Sure, I'm sure she I, th I kind of feel like that's universally acknowledged that yeah. she's the funniest. Yeah. yeah. Whenever they're like, um, when, pe when someone like pitches a funny idea, they're like, but this would obviously be like an Alicia Witt movie because she can fall, pull it off. Her falling down in Mistletoe Inn, she is, I mean, I was like, oh, like that. <laughs> seemed like it hurt like she's very good at falling down she's very physical and, yeah i mean yeah. so talented i don't know how much you guys know about alicia but such a talented um singer songwriter performer as well so yeah. i think she has a music video coming out and um i was lucky when she was in town to see her sing live at a, at a little club and 
yeah, she's, uh, she's great. She's so intelligent. It was, it was pretty much the highlight of my 2017 to, to be in scenes with Alicia Witt, who I've obviously been watching since she was a child, you know, and in Dune. Going, yeah, Dune. I mean, Mr. Hall, um, Holland's Opus. Um, oh, yeah. The Sopranos. Um, obviously, the different side from the Hallmark movies, but just <laughs> yes. like she's had such, such an amazing career and starting as a child and yeah. being able to transition into being a young adult and an adult. So, talk about inspiration. I mean, she's someone, I was working with someone that I'm like, hey, I watched you as a kid and and I'm not getting weirded out by that. So that's <laughs> like, I'm not getting freaked out by the fact that I'm watching someone who I had admired as a child, you know, yeah. you you know how, how often do you admire other children when you're a child? <laughs> so did you have a crush on Alicia Witt when you were a kid? I don't know if it was a crush. Probably. <laughs> yes, probably. I mean, she's so cute, especially playing that. Um, what did she play in Mr. Holland's Opus? The, the clarinet, I think. <laughs> I think so. Her, I remember her face holding the clarinet and her eyes and she just has that face, Alicia Witt face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good detail for someone with no memory. You remember the performance okay? she played? I'm digging deep into my brain and I'm admitting <laughs> that yes, I was in love with Alicia Witt. And, <laughs> and I love her now. I'm not in love with her, but I do love her now. Uh, and David Alpay, was that fun? Yes, yes, David's best. like, He's uh, another another super talented guy. Plays the violin. I had no idea. Didn't really talk about it at all um, when we were on set or anything like that. But he's a talented musician as well. Um, yeah, really smart, really smart guy as well. Um, very sweet. Always looking for making uh, making everything feel as real as possible. You know, like took his time. Took his time. I, I really admired the the attention to detail that he had in the scenes. Some of the long speeches he had to give. Mm -hmm. uh, character uh keeping our attention you know mm -hmm. keeping the attention of the background actors the crew he was uh you could tell that, that was important to him and um he wasn't just uh he wasn't just saying the words you know and and trying to get it done he was very committed to the to the the story that he was trying to tell with that guy so well, this um, is yeah, all the more proof that we need the hallmark musical now that we know <laughs> that there are yes, for sure yeah yeah yeah, those but are you musical? Because you are very important to this movie. <laughs> I can't, you know what? I think I'm a good mimic. So mm. I think that lends itself to singing. And I'm like a karaoke guy. Like I can sing. I, I, I know what notes sound like. <laughs> like I'm not tone deaf, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, so sure, sure. A musical, I love musicals. I, I, I loved musicals a lot more when I was younger growing up. Um, so yeah, being in a musical would be a treat. I used to do a bit of dance, a bit of ballet, tango, not so much anymore, but yeah, I'll do it. You guys write it. We'll uh, do it. None of the La La Land people can really sing and they made it work. So, so, uh, so we could make How it dare you? How dare you about Ryan Gosling? How, first of all, that kid was in the Mickey Mouse Club. That, those are talented little youngsters. Right? This is what I heard. I heard that this, this the criticism of, of him it was like, hey, you used to be able to sing and dance. What happened in love? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is what I've heard. Okay? <laughs> no, I enjoyed me? the film. I just, uh, yeah. Uh, I wish they picked better singers. Sorry. Oh. Right. Um, right. But, uh, but anyway, so 
Let's talk about Love Struck Cafe. I mean, how did it feel to be the number seven Chicago top rising legal star? <laughs> Get that out of your mouth. Say that. Say that a million times. Yeah, I know. It was. Uh, it was weird playing, playing like he was a nice guy, right? But for some reason, he's just not the right guy. Like, he's kind of full, of, a little full of himself though. A little different than Garth, though, right? Not no different than Garth. Not a total jerk. Not he wasn't scheming. Yeah, no, he just thought he had a high opinion of himself, as those kind of characters often do in, in these movies. But, but yeah, I, in the end, I was like, hey, what, what's wrong with me? Why'd you go with, why'd you go with that guy? I know, but I just loved how he's like, I actually had someone recognize me today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chicago legal uh, a hot stats uh, thing. Uh, that, I don't know. I just think that's really funny. So I'm like... Um, so this was the first movie that I t live tweeted for Hallmark on our podcast. Love Struck Cafe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're pretty new. Like, we just started uh, in um, uh, August. Hmm. But, but, so this was, like, as our, as, like, the Hallmark is podcast, this was the first one I live tweeted. And I promise you, if you went back, it would just be like, oh my gosh, why is she choosing the other guy? Her main guy is the best. Like, I was like, come on. Philip's so great. Like, <laughs> and like when you're talking about like yourself in the news in the magazine and you show her the thing and you just like lean back and soak it all in. I died. I it was so funny. That's what I thought too. I thought you know, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I came up. This proposal was I thought it went really well. It did, and I was like, say yes, say yes, and she didn't. But I wanted her to. Yeah. I think it was a height thing. I think she was just not into short a shorter dude. You know, How dare she? I deal with it a lot. It's okay. It's my own personal <laughs> struggle, but I'm uh, I'm learning to to just accept that about myself. I'm five seven and, and three quarters. I think. I always say that in Hallmark, everybody from the city is is like uh, always evil unless you happen to be like. That's true. Running a parade. Right, right, right. Or yeah, or like a window designer. Sometimes a good not evil character. <laughs> But maybe not too smart or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, that's true. People from the city equals no. And, like, you didn't stand a chance because you were, like, the three bad things, like, from the city into, like, real estate, <laughs> like, and, like, <laughs> a like, yeah, like, yeah, a lawyer, one, like, a corporate kind of job, like, ugh, you didn't stand yeah, a chance. There was like a subtle thing where I didn't really like listen to her, right? That's always a sign where I didn't quite like listen to her problems enough, maybe yeah, give her enough yeah. space. That's always a sign in the beginning. Right? So, the Andrew Walker character was all that like, great of a listener either. So, uh, you know, it's just that country boys, man. They just yeah. love them in Hallmark. But, you know, I think I like playing the, the guys that yeah. don't. That don't win. There's, it's so much fun. It's so much the, fun. We like to call them the wrong guy. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I like being the wrong guy or the villain as much as there are villains in, in uh, these movies. Mm -hmm. well, you had the perfect bride last year and now there's a perfect bride too. Yep. And we hear that your part is bigger in the next one. Is, can you tell us anything at all? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so yeah, the, the, it's, it's much of the same cast. So it's starring Pascal Hutton and uh, Kevin Smith, uh, who uh, starred in the first movie. Um, uh, you guys, did you see The Perfect Bride? Yes. yes. You know, we've gone back and watched the uh, the Kent Casey Manderson anthologies. So, oh, right. <laughs> um, so uh, directed by, as I said, um, 
Alex, the the Alex Wright, the director of Mistletoe Inn. Um, and yeah, my part my part is larger. I, I play uh, the same character, Brandon. Um, but this time, I, I don't have to get married in this one. Can't tell you. You already did that. Check. Yeah, we already did that. Um, so now I get to watch other people get married. I get to be a support supportive uh, friend to the people in the movie that are going through their own marriage related struggles. And I try my best to be funny when I can, to be a bit of a goofball. Um, but my character is a lawyer. Um, oh no. Not, an evil, not, not, not evil, I don't think. Um, break, breaking the mold a little bit here. Uh, there, are, there are good lawyers out there. So it's a, it's a fun movie, I think. It, I think it breaks a couple interesting rules in the Hallmark world that I, that I, I might be incorrect about, but I think I'm right. There's, there's some actual scenes where men are in scenes together and there's no women. What? It passes the anti-Bechtel test? I don't think that has happened before. And I think it's really interesting, you know? But are you talking about a woman for more like not talking about a woman for less than two minutes mm, not talk no no we definitely talk about women <laughs> oh. part of the theme but i haven't been in a in a hallmark movie yet where, <sighs> where there's not a woman in the scene yeah this look this so. is very exciting because and everybody's probably sick of us talking about it because we have a dream okay. of a firehouse movie uh, starring the hallmark men of dueling firehouses. So it sounds like they're getting closer, Amber. Well, it writes itself. It writes itself. There's gonna be a chili bake-off. All of these tiny little Hallmark men running around in <laughs> fireman seats, right? They'll have to CGI a smaller hall. <laughs> but smaller. it's gonna be amazing because we're gonna have one firehouse filled with like the Andrew Walkers, the, Paul you know, Campbell. Paul Campbell, like the guys who like get the girl usually. Okay. And then the other firehouse is going to be the wrong guys. But right. plot twist, the wrong guys win. Because we put on a musical. <laughs> it's going to be so all, good. All of the Hallmark queens come and judge it. Yes. And we've already got Jesse Hutch and Marcus Rosner on board. <laughs> oh, Jesse Hutch. What a handsome guy that guy is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good looker. But it's. Get out of here, Jesse. But what firehouse would Jesse Hutch be in? Because, like, he does sometimes get the girl, but he's also sometimes the wrong guy. Yeah. He could play, play the dog that runs back and forth. Can't you? He's the Dalmatian. Perfect. <laughs> sorry, Jesse. We don't really know each other that well. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> casting you as a dog. But. But he would actually really kill it and be super funny. So, <laughs> so you have been in several of the mysteries. There was one that yeah. is was Murder Most Medieval? Yes, the garage sale mysteries, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was set in like like a medieval times kind of thing, right? Okay, no, this is what it was. Garage sale mysteries, um, it was uh, the, the main character of that episode was obsessed with medieval culture. Yeah, so okay. I was the, I was the butler of, uh, of the character who would um, uh, have like knights battle in his backyard, like fully, <laughs> fully garbed in, in night regalia or whatever you call it, um, a suit of armor and whatnot. And uh, so the, the plot of that episode was all around um, uh, something got stolen from him and, you know, because he was a collector of this stuff and, and Lori Laughlin's character helps him find oh, wow. this 
you know, the stuff that he likes to collect. So I got to be the, to be the butler. <laughs> butler character. Uh, yeah, it was, that was, that was a fun role because I, I decided sort of, I don't know, on day one, day two, day three, that, that I was actually pretending to be this well-spoken butler. And whenever he would leave, I would drop character and just talk like this. <laughs> that turned out being kind of a fun way to do it instead of just always being, Oh yes, sir. I would, yes, whatever you need that, you know, that sort of, forgettable kind of kind of character yeah. i decided to uh how can i make this funny mostly just to amuse myself and <laughs> like if i can make you know someone in the crew laugh at the end of a take or during rehearsal then i'm like okay i'm on i'm on to something here so so i did that and people seem to enjoy it so uh, my dad enjoyed it anytime my dad like <laughs> texts me or calls me he's like oh that was so funny then i'm like all right cool made my dad laugh so yeah, yeah that was I'm many of the mysteries, so um, I'm behind. Uh, yeah. Rachel say. hates so mysteries. Okay. I'm not that okay. big of a Rachel, Okay, Rachel likes to, likes to everything, everything to be happy. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not that big a fan of the mysteries, but that sounds fun. I, that sounds like it, it wouldn't be uh, too boring. So I find some of the mysteries to be kind of boring for me. Is it because you feel like you know what's you know the answer to the mystery before it's over? Yeah, you're just Part, Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I just, no problem being too smart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has genres they like more than others. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, but that one sounds that one sounds pretty fun. So. Well, it was fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> I loved I loved it. I loved yeah. it. I got, to be a, got to be a bit of a weirdo, which is, is my preference. <laughs> How can I make this strange? And then, the, uh, and then the Haley Dean mystery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hope they bring me back for. I hope. Let's. <laughs> hashtag what's his name trey simpson i think my character's name was hashtag that's trey correct simpson. come on guys come on um so uh that that you know i've always just wanted to play that like csi kind of character where they bring the evidence and i'm like this is this and i'll explain everything because i know everything like i like i've always wanted to play that kind of role where you just get to say a bunch of stuff scientific jargon and mm-hmm. then but you're not really like emotionally invested in this in the outcome. <laughs> like, I don't care if you guys find the killer, but here's the knife that in the DNA sample and all that stuff. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed that, that they write me into some more of those little movies because they're super fun. Uh, we'll hashtag it. We'll be like, hashtag Trey Simpson at Bill Abbott. Boom. I had to be on vacation like last time. I'm sorry, Hallmark. Sometimes it happens. I have to go away with my girlfriend at least once a year. Um, you you ruined it. We were gonna have you in this movie, and then you were like, "Oh, I have to have a life." Uh. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, to, have to have functioning relationships. You know, it's it's a yeah, it's a compromise. I, I can't, I can only disappoint my girlfriend so many times in a row throughout the year, saying no, we can't go here or there. So eventually, I have to say yes. Okay, we're going. Yeah. So so that happened. So like review when calls the heart. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, our Good Witch, we're going to start, we're going to do that as well. So You're, so you're well-versed in the world of Pascal. Yeah, so we are. <laughs> That's how we knew about the, you know, Perfect Bride 2. We were like, oh, and so, so Brendan's bigger this time. Interesting. <laughs> I have them to thank, I think. They were, uh, they were not so subtly letting me know that, they have, that I have them to thank for oh. <laughs> I love hanging out with those guys. Kevin and Pascal are so 
I mean, they know each other so well, so they're so relaxed with each other. And did you uh, get to sample any of Kevin's legendary cooking that we hear so much I'm about? Cooking all the time, yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, man, let's bring something to set. But, you know, it's hard when his call time's like five in the morning, I guess. But he's, uh, yeah, he, he seems to be, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm not going to say anything, Kevin. But, yeah, <laughs> his cooking skills seem to uh, be working for him. Yeah. I have no proof of his skills. <laughs> right now, they could everyone could just be tricking you into thinking that he's a really good chef. Oh, he could be ordering in. I don't know. There's some pretty... <laughs> uh, who knows? Like, he just leaves the room, comes back with a fully cooked meal. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, what if he's not a good chef, but he's, like, actually a magician? Like, yeah. with magic. Well, yeah, we, yeah. Well, I guess that would be pretty impressive, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, uh, we'll forgive the fact that you can't cook because you're literally a magician. <laughs> like, you're a wizard, so like, we're cool. You get a pass because you're a wizard. And you spell your name Cavan, which I, I don't think I've ever met a Cavan before. Yeah, me either. You got to be the lead in uh, Season's Greetings for yeah. Up. What yeah. was that like? Oh, man. I didn't know if we were going to talk about Season's Greetings because it's technically not a Hallmark movie. Season's Greetings is one of, if not my favorite, off-network made-for-TV Christmas oh, movies. Man, thank you. Thank you. Are we high-fiving? Was that a high-five? Oh. <laughs> oh, like this? Room. I don't know. I go sideways. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm smacking myself in the head. Um, <laughs> Season's Greetings was so fun. I mean, you know, we've talked about this already, but I usually play the wrong guy clown or whatever that you know person that doesn't doesn't quite make it to the end but i got to play uh the guy who's in it from the beginning to the end and and what an experience i mean laura bell bundy holy moly what a what a holy moly lbb Ooh, lbb you call it that too man yeah LBB. <laughs> like she is so multi-talented and focused and driven and confident and kind and um, gracious, you know, like I, it, it's no, no secret that she has a world of experience over me in terms of playing lead roles. And I mean, acting in general, if you just look at our careers, but it, it was never, uh, it was never a, a, a problem. It, it was, mm -hmm. it was, I, I felt we had, an, we had enough time. There's never enough time to rehearse and, and, and really dig deep into these scripts, but we tried our best with the time. Uh, we shot it in Kelowna, um, I don't, it, where it's basically a small little um, uh, mountain community uh, mm -hmm. in BC, outside of Vancouver, obviously not too far, but um, but it was nice to get out of the city so that uh, we, you know, we were staying in the same area, and we and we spent some time before the rest of the cast flew up. Um, to, to just go over things and make sure we were on the same page. And the first couple of days of shooting, it was just the two of us doing a bunch of scenes. The very first scene we shot was the Valentine's Day accidental kiss when I give her the chocolate. <laughs> that was the very first scene we shot for the whole movie. So it's kind of like, here you go. Like, have fun. <laughs> you better like each other. Because, yeah, we need to believe that you like each other. So, I mean, I've, it was such a great challenge for me to step up, I work, you know, the director, Al Harmon, I've, I've worked with him before um, over the years, you know, uh, usually in a comedic way. I'm usually mm -hmm. playing comedic roles with him. 
And this was the first time where he saw me as this kind of guy, you know, I, I actually auditioned for um, Maddie Finocchio's role in that, in that movie was uh, the Char- Charlie role. Mm-hmm. In games, the sort of best friend kind of, yeah. Kinda, uh, I auditioned for that role and he, for whatever reason, saw me as the, as the lead. Um, and, and, you know, Maddie's hilarious. So I'm glad Maddie yeah. got the Charlie role. Right. It was, and again, Viv was in that movie. Um, Laura, uh, my friend, Kaylin Miles, uh, mm-hmm. so hilarious. Um, so my whole experience in making Seasons Greetings, I feel like I could talk about forever because I met, I made, I made legit friends mm-hmm. making that movie. Uh, people that I'd known, but now I know so much better. And I feel like I, I feel like I, uh, I don't know, accomplished what I, what I had needed to accomplish in that role, right? I needed Nailed to- it. Nailed <laughs> it. I couldn't just be the goofball <laughs> all the time, right? I had to be like more sincere and, and access that, that part of the story, right? Cause that's, that's what the story that me and LBB were, were telling. Someone who should be in Hallmark musical. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. She could write direct star. Oh. Just tell her to, if you have her be like LBB, Make a Hallmark musical. Well, as if she needs more to do. Or if she's always I mean, like, oh, what choir do you want to sing with today? And I'll be like, oh, are you in Nashville? Like, oh, okay. Enjoy your life with this amazing uh, accomplishments. about your sketch show on YouTube? Come on, LBB. Exactly. Like, oh, you can also do characters and voices. Like, get out of here. Get away from me right now. Okay? Forget the fact you were in Jumanji. Exactly. Like- exactly. That's enough. That's <laughs> but yeah, Rachel, you haven't seen Seasons Greetings, right? I haven't. Uh, I, I cannot I, recommend it enough. Yeah. I really, really cannot. It's so good. I definitely will for sure. That sounds also fun. a little bit Pride and Prejudicey. Ooh, yeah, a little bit, right? Like a little bit. Um, hmm. There's a little like because it's not. It, it, it's a it's an off Hallmark movie, as you said. Yeah. It, it's a little they they told the story in a slightly different way. Cool. I feel like Season's fun. Greetings is Pride and Prejudice, except for, like, you are actually Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard this comparison, and I like it a lot. Well, like, and, like, her name's Darcy. Like, her name is literally Darcy. True. Why didn't we ever... Did people just... Maybe people just didn't think I would know what Pride and Prejudice was, so they didn't <laughs> say this to me. They're like, let's just... Let's just let him think that this is his own thing. Like, I don't know. It just was a little bit like it was, it felt Pride and Prejudice to me, but like you had mishmashed both of the characters together and I loved it. It's so good oh, and so thing. funny. And I'm glad you found it funny too. Cause I always try to make, I like, I like the funny. I like making the funny. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing. Well, there's, which is probably why I like all of your movies because, because I am always like, come on, there would be something funny that would happen. And then uh, Rachel's like, no, they just need to probably have somebody die and it will be really sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody's mother needs to die. Like, come on. I, I like comedies. I do. I just, uh, I don't know. I just, we have, we have different sense of humor. Rachel's like, bring on the gravitas. <laughs> what's your sense of humor? Like, what, what's, your, what's your go-to kind of comedies that you watch? Let's play. I actually do like the Christopher Guest movies a lot. I think they're very funny. Um, I love Monty Python. Is my, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is my favorite movie, a comedy movie. Um, but I'm a big animation person. 
And uh, so uh, I, I don't know, like I like Rick and Morty. I like The Simpsons. I like uh, um, yes. Futurama, stuff like yes. that. December, Brian, you were with Daniel Lissing and you've been with all of these When Calls the Heart actors. So when are they gonna get you on When Calls the Heart? I mean. Again, hashtag, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've auditioned for that show a few times. Maybe it's just my, my way isn't quite the when calls the heart way. I don't know. Even actor is one of, of patience and, and disappointments. And, and sometimes you get to do the thing that you really like to do, the acting. Yeah. So I don't have any answers for you. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're right, though. Maybe if I accumulate enough experience with the, with the cast, that they'll just kind of, you know, grandfather me in or whatever. <laughs> an Aaron Krakow movie and and then you have like I think the, Aaron is the only one I haven't I haven't met or worked with actually see that she's the she's the linchpin I think so she seems to be <laughs> happening over there so Aaron uh there we go yeah. but also Rachel real quick uh wouldn't he make an excellent brother for Hickam oh yes yes yeah, do you even know who Hickam is but yeah um, that yeah. Hickam from when calls the heart I would just think it would be a fun dynamic yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but I did think that your character, uh, the, like, I always like it in Hallmark movies when there is a character who's like calling out the 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 nonsense. And yeah. I did like in a December Bride, you were you were calling her out on her nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was fun. I think it's so easy to call out because they're they're living a lie. I mean, <laughs> that's like that was the best. That was the fun. That was another really fun role, similar to Garth, right? Where I just got to be this guy who kind of swoops in and just says a bunch of like witty, kind of sarcastic stuff, and they just have to deal with it. And yeah. It was like, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was fun playing with those guys. Yeah, watching them, making them a little uncomfortable with uh, with their lies was uh, was pretty fun. So once upon a holiday. Oh wow! Right. Right. Uh, um. Oh, what? Yeah, he's so funny. So this is when I first was like, who is this guy? IMDb. It's Casey Manderson. He's so funny. Right. Um, and it's so good. You you really do pull off the thing like, well, I'm not a bad guy. I'm just super ambitious so well in that movie. And he's really dumb. Yeah. A little but bit, like, right? Yeah, so funny. And when <laughs> all of the times where you're like, did you see my uh, reel? Did you see me at my thing? Did you see my new promo? Like, so funny. Fun to work with Paul Campbell. Oh, uh, yeah. Paul's, Paul's good because Paul's just like Paul. Like, yeah. he's, uh, he's a straight shooting kind of guy. Like, he actually, I think, it works with wood. Like, mm -hmm. like, you know, like he's like working with his hands in li real life. And he's, you know, he's, uh, he's a straight shooting kind of guy. I really, yeah. I really liked him because it, it wasn't, there wasn't a different, um person before the camera started rolling and you know during and then after it was just paul like he's so so easy to work with um yeah we interviewed him trying to annoy him was really fun because you could see that he was actually getting <laughs> he was actually getting annoyed it was real his annoyance was real so that, that was pretty fun for me because you know you want to work with actors that react you know with yeah. you that are, that are with you doing the thing in the scene so so I mean that was fun. I felt like I felt like I was like a little dog, like jumping at the big dog, like hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, like me. You want to watch the game with me? Let's do this fun stuff. And he's like, ah, no. He wants anything to do with me. Shoving a microphone in his face, and I loved how much taller he was than me. 
made, it made my character feel so like just helpless when I was around him. Like, oh, there's a real guy, and I'm just this guy <laughs> pretending to be a real, real, real guy over here. So, yeah, Ross was Ross was a super fun character to play. Um, that movie is in my top ten. Wait, isn't it higher than that? It's like top five of Hallmark Christmas that. movies. I, I, that's not surprising to me. I thought as a whole. I thought the production movie uh, value of that movie was so good, um, you know, because obviously they make a lot of Christmas movies, um, and, but that one they just they just took the extra time with the set deck and the locations and I mean the cinematography everything, just it it felt like a Christmas movie, right? Like it felt. Yeah. I love I love the camera movement in that movie and uh, the the music everything. It it felt like a real Christmas movie, you know, where there's there's uh there's an there's an energy to it almost like uh let i'm not comparing it to home alone because that's you know all respect to home alone <laughs> that feeling of like there's this hustle bustle kind of feeling to christmas mm-hmm. that that is kind of fun about the christmas movies that sort of feeling of like there's there's movement and things happening and yeah so i think they did a really good job with that movie too i, I like it a lot we like to end our interviews with what we call the team b questions and these are just sort of fun, silly questions. Nice throwback, nice. So does that mean this is over? I'm so sad. Next question is, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Cookies and ice cream together. So my favorite flavor of ice cream could be chocolate chip mint, could be toffee and caramel, but as long as there's cookies in it, like I'll take the ice cream and put it on a cookie and then put another cookie on top, that's my favorite way to eat ice cream. Delicious. I could eat so many different flavors of ice cream. Pistachio, yeah. chocolate, avocado. I just like cooking <laughs> ice cream I'm, I'm the same as you. I, I feel like ice cream and pizza are the thing. Like I like the fancy stuff, but yeah, I can I, I it's hard to do ice cream and pizza wrong for me. Oh, the sensation of cold ice cream and a nice crunchy cookie in my mouth. Happiness, happiness, happiness. Yeah, that sounds delicious. What is your favorite date night uh, food? I like Thai food. Ooh, yum. Tom Kagai and stuff like that. Yes. Thai. Mm. Yes, I like Asian. I like Asian cuisine for sure. Sounds yummy. Um, so what is your favorite date night activity? Oh, I mean, come on, let's go watch a movie. Let's yeah. watch a movie. Let's eat some dinner. Let's... Mm, yeah, let's watch a movie, eat some dinner, and go home. I love it. What kind it. of movie is the best to watch on a date, in your opinion? Action. An action it's movie. Big, exciting action movies, I think, are generally crowd-pleasing. Yeah. For, I mean, if it's a first date, sure, but if it's um, just going on a date with your, with your partner, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun time for yeah. everyone. That, you know, it's not going to be, you're not going to be looking over your shoulder beside you wondering if the other person's having a good time or not. Yeah. So I got to go with action. Good choice. My girlfriend loves action. So that's usually. <laughs> so dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Uh, so okay? I saw some disappointment in your eyes. What's you- that? No. <laughs> Nobody picks cats though. Poor cats. I have a dog. So I'm a, do- I have a dog and a cat, but I'm a dog person. Okay. <laughs> so beaches or mountains? Mm, mountains. Nice. You fit well in Utah. What do you, what music are you really into right now? Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. Uh, over and over and Classic. over and over again. Um, 
at the moment, uh, at the moment, just a ton of Led Zeppelin and a little bit of uh, Kanye and a little bit of The Roots, nice. but most, mostly Led Zeppelin at the moment. Nice classics. That's great. Uh, so what is your, uh, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas, Halloween? What? Christmas is my favorite time. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend is Filipino. Okay. They have a big, huge family. They get together, they eat tons of food, they sing karaoke. Oh. It, it's a really colorful, wonderful time. The way that they do Christmas, I love it. So, so Christmas, but only because I'm so lucky to, to sort of be in this wonderful family that does it so well, so uniquely. I love it. Great. Uh, so in favorite color, I forgot that one earlier. Purple. Purple, that's my favorite color. Oh, nice. nice. That's yeah. a great color. I mean, I don't <laughs> wear it or anything. Obviously, I'm wearing black. I wear black every day. But, uh -huh. but purple as a color yeah cool last question and it can be hard for canadians but what is your favorite hallmark movie favorite hallmark movie yeah well i'm gonna have to go with one of my own because that's I'm fine <laughs> i think it's a split between once upon a holiday and mistletoe in for me mm. those are good ones can't beat them really based on my selfish you know personal experience of being in those movies yeah Cool. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for, for coming and talking with us and we had a great time. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys do so many more interviews and have me back anytime. Hey, we definitely will take you up on that. Yeah. And uh, how can people find you as far as social media or the kind of thing? So uh, on Instagram, I am Manderbutt, at Manderbutt with two T's. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, nice. I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I just, I do Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Great. I will have, we'll have links for that in the description of the podcast. So check that out. Uh, you can follow Amber at Amber Brainwaves on, uh, on Twitter and check that out. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And uh, make sure that you're following the podcast on uh, Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. We are there. So check it out. And, uh, Thanks again. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk to you again soon. You too. It was great. Okay. Bye.